You are listening to the Brooke Snow Podcast, conversations to help you look forward with faith. Faith in yourself, faith in God, and faith in your own mission and purpose. I'm your host, Brooke Snow. You have episode 28, Choosing You. Have you ever really wanted to be part of something, to start something, to feel a sense of contribution and like what you create makes a difference? Have you longed for that opportunity to come your way? Today's episode is all about the secret of making that opportunity happen right now. We'll talk about the meaning of being called and being chosen. In particular, how you become chosen for the work you are meant to do. I am so excited to get into this important topic. If you enjoy this podcast, I know you would love my book, Living in Your True Identity. It's only $9 on Amazon. My podcast is really just a bunch of random topics that I feel inspired to speak on, but my book, my book is organized to lead you through an actual process of transformation. It's filled with 21 tools to help you live life as the best version of yourself. I know you will love it. Thank you to everyone who's taken the time to leave a review for this podcast on iTunes and to all of you who have shared this with friends and family. This is the best way to show your support and it's what makes this podcast possible. As a quick note, this podcast is now also available on Stitcher. So if that is your platform for listening, you can now find it there. Today's review of the week comes from Studio Sarah. Sarah says, I cannot recommend Brooke Snow enough. She is well-read, personable, and sincere. Most importantly, she is constantly tying all experiences to Christ. Her Law of Attraction course is fantastic, and I am loving her book. So glad she's sharing her insights and talents through these podcasts. I am loving every minute. Thank you so much, Sarah, for your encouragement and your support. It's super important to me that I always find a way to tie in personal growth principles into the gospel of Jesus Christ. And it thrills me that you notice that and you appreciate it too. I'm also glad that you brought up the Law of Attraction course because I actually recently retitled it. <laughs> Sarah is talking about an amazing free course that I teach that you can find on my website, brooksnow.com. The course is now called The Law of Creation, and I'm pretty sure that it will blow your mind at what is possible for you in your life. It's free, it's an hour-long course, and you can find it at my website, brooksnow.com. If you want to be the reviewer of the week, please leave me a five-star review in iTunes and share your favorite takeaway so far. Your ratings and your reviews, and every time you share this with someone else, this is what makes this podcast possible. So thank you so much for listening and for sharing. You may notice that my voice is still a little bit on the fritz. Last week, I started to lose it, and the day after I recorded, I completely went silent, <laughs> not on purpose. I just lost my voice and it's just barely starting to come back. So hopefully the full voice will be back with us next week. In the meantime, I am so excited to get into today's podcast topic. It's all about choosing you. And to explain what I mean by this concept, I want to start by telling you a story. Way back in 2004, I was in my senior year of college studying music composition. Writing music was the most important thing in my life. And I had a particular love for writing music for choirs and singers, probably because it allowed me to use words to further illustrate what I was hoping to communicate in my music. I got a really wild idea that year <laughs> that I was going to write an opera 
but not just any opera. I wanted it to be fun and relatable. And because this was my first opera, I wanted it to be smaller scale. I chose the timeless fairy tale of Jack and the Beanstalk. It was short, it only had a few characters, and it was filled with plenty of drama and intrigue. <laughs> I spent the summer writing all the words, and I spent the fall writing the music. And the following semester, the university's scholarship quartet performed the opera nearly a dozen times as we toured the community and went into the elementary schools to share this adventurous story. So to give you a little taste of this experience, here's a fun little clip from a favorite moment in the opera. Big by Popum, I smell the blood of an Englishman, be he alive or be he dead, I'll grind his bones to make my bread. Prepared a soup in a kettle pot, slowly steam to hit the spot. Or perhaps a roast would better serve my craving for a British There are plenty of pieces that composers write that never get performed. And for a senior music student, this was such a fantastic opportunity to write something from start to finish, to have it performed and featured multiple times, and to literally see something that I created come to life. It was a dream come true. After the university sponsored the performances and the recording of the work, a fellow music composition student came up to me. And in a really mopey voice, <laughs> he said, gee, I wish the university would have asked me to write an opera. <laughs> I could have laughed out loud, but I didn't. You see, no one asked. Years ago, I read a blog post by Seth Godin titled Pick Yourself. And in it, he said these words, once you reject that impulse and realize that no one is going to select you, that Prince Charming has already chosen another house, then you can actually get to work. Let me read that one more time. Once you reject that impulse and realize that no one is going to select you, that Prince Charming has already chosen another house, then you can actually get to work. In the case of my opera, I simply decided that I wanted to write an opera. And I wrote a proposition and I approached the opera department and I asked them myself. Turns out they were really excited to be on board. I have found that most all of the things that I have done in my life have been a result of me picking myself. No one asked me to create a podcast. No one asked me to write a book or create online courses. I picked myself. The fabulous part of this approach is that there has never been a better time in the history of the world to pick yourself. For thousands of years before now, if you wanted to create something, you would likely do it under the patronage system. The king picked you. You produced work for the glory of the royal court. Fast forward another 200 years, and those opportunities began to fall with those with special talent, training, or money for education and equipment. And then we flash forward to 2019. This is an incredibly awesome time to live. The tools are cheap, the education is accessible, and you can be truly great at anything you work to be. And you can have some awesome opportunities if you simply create them yourself. 
In some ways, this is much easier. And in some ways, it's much harder. It takes more initiative and confidence to make things happen on your own. But the wonderful part is that they can and will happen if we pick ourselves. So are you waiting for someone to pick you in order to fulfill a dream or secret wish? What are you currently being called to create in your life? Do you feel called to create a podcast, to write a book, to start a movement, to start a business, to start a book club, (laughs) to learn a new skill, to develop a talent, or maybe resurrect an old hobby or an old interest? Do you feel called to train for an event like a marathon or a bike race? Do you feel called to transform your health or a particular relationship? Called to get your education in something you've always wanted to learn about? You've probably heard the scripture in Matthew 22. There are many called, but few are chosen. And I'm going to boldly suggest here that you and I are part of the many called, but being chosen, guess who must choose you? You! How do I know this? In Doctrine and Covenants section 58, the Lord says, For behold, it is not meet that I should command in all things. For he that is compelled in all things, the same as a slothful and not a wise servant, wherefore he receiveth no reward. Verily I say, men should be anxiously engaged in a good cause and do many things of their own free will and bring to pass much righteousness. For the power is in them, wherein they are agents unto themselves. And inasmuch as men do good, they shall in no wise lose their reward. God has already chosen you. Now you must choose you. You must pick yourself. Know that as you go about anxiously engaged in a good cause, you will be supported by heaven and bring to pass much righteousness. The Lord gives us the desires of our heart. He gives us the sparkle of an idea. He gives us the longing to be a part of something. These are all super big clues that you're being called. But being chosen, notice how the word chosen, it's derived from the word choose, which involves agency, which is basically the whole point of being on earth. He expects us to choose our path and choose ourself to fulfill what we are being called to do. There are many called, but few are chosen. Choose you this day, my friends. Choose you. Pick yourself. I promise you that as you do, all those feelings of what you're being called to do become real and the path becomes more clear. He'll support you and give you more clues with each step forward that you take. I know this. I've gone through this process so many times now that it's easier to recognize and it's easier to trust. Now, on the flip side, maybe you find yourself in a calling right now in life, in church, in your relationships where you are struggling. I would invite you to reflect and ask yourself if you are chosen. Have you made the all-important decision that this is what you are choosing to commit to. Sometimes we choose a calling and it feels right in the moment, but then through trial and circumstance, that choice feels harder. You may even lose your desire to have the calling or even question if you should choose something else. 
when we are in a calling without the empowerment of being chosen, or in my interpretation, without choosing ourselves, we're out of alignment with the plan of God. Some callings like marriage and parenthood require us to choose many times over. They may require recommitments to choose ourselves, to opt in, to be here. But I'm here to tell you when you are called and chosen, this is when the unseen support steps in because you used your agency to choose and you chose yourself. You chose to be anxiously engaged in a good cause and to do things of your own free will and choice to bring to pass much righteousness. And just as God promises, the power is in you. The power is in you when you choose you. Last episode, we talked about unbelief and the importance of believing in yourself. When you believe in yourself, it's easier to choose yourself or to be chosen. It's amazing to me what a marvelous work God has undertaken in the development of our souls. (laughs) If we awaken to the divinity that is within us, if we awaken to the power available to us personally when we believe in ourselves, if we learn the skill of discerning what he's calling us to do and we choose ourselves, this pattern leads to some of life's greatest adventures. But most importantly, to our own growth. We don't grow sitting on the sidelines waiting to be chosen. We grow when we choose ourselves and get to work. Does this process sound exciting to you? (laughs) Friends, there is so much God wants you to do. If you want to hear his voice more clearly for you and what he is calling you to do, I invite you to join me in my Christian meditation class. Right now, I'm offering a free buddy pass with each registration so a friend can join you on this journey for free. Two of you can gain more clarity on what you are individually being called to and rise up and be chosen by choosing yourself. You can register at the link in the show notes. I love you. I am grateful for you. I pray for you. And today I am excited for you to choose you. Imagine your life being chosen and look forward with faith.